Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. As we close out the book of Romans today, I want you to pay special attention to the number of women that Paul mentions. Sometimes Paul is accused of being anti-women or anti-woman. Some say that his writings put restrictions on women. Paul dealt with the culture in his day as it was, but he attempted to advance the culture to the culture of the kingdom of heaven. And so when he said, um, let the women learn in submission to their husbands in another place, you should put the emphasis on let the women learn. Because Paul lived in a day and time where women frequently were not eligible to learn the things of God and the the teachings about the kingdom of God. But Paul said, let the women learn. In chapter 16 of Romans, Paul um, sends personal greetings to quite a few people. Many of them are women. And so as I read this chapter, listen to the female names and the commendations or the, the personal greetings that Paul sends to these various women. Romans chapter 16. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a deacon of the church at Centuria. I ask you to receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of his people and to give her any help she may need from you, for she has been the benefactor of many people, including me. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my co-workers in Christ Jesus. They risked their lives for me. Not only I, but all the churches of the Gentiles are grateful to them. Greet also the church that meets at their house. Greet my dear friend, Apennidas, who was the first convert to Christ in the province of Asia. Greet Mary, who worked very hard for you. Greet Adronicus and Junia, my fellow Jews who have been in prison with me. They are outstanding among the apostles, and they were in Christ before I was. Greet Amphilatus, my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our co-worker in Christ, and my dear friend Stachys. Greet Apelles, whose fidelity to Christ stood the test. Greet those who belong to the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow Jew. Greet those in the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphenia and Tryphosa, those women who work hard in the Lord. Greet my dear friend Perseus, another woman who has worked very hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me too. Greet Asyncretus, Philegion, Hermes, Patrobus, and Hermas, and the other brothers and sisters with them. Greet Philogus, Julia, Nerus, and his sister, and Olympus, and all the Lord's people who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ send their greetings. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them. For such people are not serving our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people. Everyone has heard about your obedience. So I rejoice because of you, but I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. 
The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my co-worker, sends his greetings to you, as do Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my fellow Jews. I, Tertius, who wrote down this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, whose hospitality I and the whole church here enjoy, sends you his greetings. Erastus, who is this city's director of public works, and our brother Quartus send you their greetings. To him who is able to establish you in accordance with my gospel, the message I proclaim about Jesus Christ in keeping with the revelation of the mystery hidden from long ages past, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God, so that all the Gentiles might come to the obedience that comes from faith. To the only wise God be glory forever, through Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm about to step on some sacred cows today. Paul has a lot to say about women in Romans chapter 16. And some of what Paul says is contrary to what some churches teach. For example, in verse 1, Paul commends a lady named Phoebe, who he calls a deacon, to the church in Centuria. Now, there are churches who forbid women from being deacons. But here Paul is writing in the Bible that a woman deacon named Phoebe is to be commended to the, the church that's in Centuria. And so Paul asked her asked specifically that those that are living in that region would receive this woman and give her any help that she has uh, need of. And he mentions that she's been a benefactor to many people, including Paul himself. Now, another translation says in verse 2 that I'm sending her with this letter. Uh, there is a long-standing tradition that this woman, Phoebe, the deaconess, was given the letter uh, to the Romans by Paul that she carried to Rome. And so this woman, uh, Phoebe, therefore this woman, Phoebe, that um, Paul thought so highly of, was given not only the office of a deacon, but the position of carrying this letter to the Romans uh, by Paul himself. So for those who use Paul's writings as an excuse or a basis to keep women from serving in any kind of church office, here is Paul the Apostle commending a female deacon to the church in his day and to the church in all generations and saying that she should be facilitated with the work the Lord has called her to do. Our church has some um, female deacons. We have female elders. Uh, we have female pastors on staff. I believe that females are authorized by the Lord to serve in any capacity. He calls them. Uh, the Bible says specifically in Christ, there's neither male nor female, Jew nor Gentiles. And so the, the ladies among us who are called to serve in a given function within the church are more than able to do so. In verse 3, Paul commends another lady named Priscilla, uh, who, along with her husband, Paul calls co-workers in Christ Jesus. He says of them both, they have risked their lives for me. Not only I, but all the churches of the Gentiles are grateful to them and uh, greet also the church that meets in their house. So this uh, Priscilla and Aquila were early church leaders that were recognized um, among the Jews and the Gentiles as being godly people. And uh, Paul commended them publicly. Now, this next one is going to be very controversial in some circles. Verse 7, Paul says, Greet Andronicus and Junia, my fellow Jews, all well and good, who've been in prison with me, 
They are outstanding among the apostles, or they are outstanding apostles. They were in Christ before I was, Paul says. Now, this Junia, here's the problem. Junia is a female name. Andronicus may have been her husband, may have been her brother, but Junia is a female. And Junia, Paul lists as an outstanding apostle or as a woman who was outstanding among the apostles. The Passion Translation says, an outstanding and well-known apostle. And so um, the great New Testament scholar, Dr. Craig Keener, writes in his book, Paul, Women, and Wives, that this Junia was clearly a female apostle. If that's so, then once again, those church traditions that hold that one who is sent out as an apostle from a church cannot be a female stand in uh, contradiction to the Word of God, or at least as we understand the Word of God to be. Now, I'm not trying to cause controversy, but I am trying to tell you, uh, ladies, if you're called by God to be a deacon or if you're called by God to be an apostle, according to my understanding, and I believe the understanding of Paul, you're more than able to answer the the call. In fact, you're obligated to answer God's call uh, to serve in whatever capacity He calls you. In verse 17, Paul says these words, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions and those who put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you've learned. So we need to be very careful about putting obstacles in the way of people, causing them to turn from whatever the Lord has led them to do. And then this chapter ends with one of the greatest of Paul's apostolic blessings. Now, I spoke of this a little bit in chapter 15, but I want to unpack it a little bit more. In the Old Covenant Scriptures, in the creation narrative, after each day of creation, the Lord blessed the creative order. And when the Lord created man, He blessed man as well. The man was blessed by God. The woman was blessed by God. The animals were blessed by God. The earth was blessed by God. The atmosphere, everything was blessed by God. Blessing is much more than saying something nice. Blessing, and I define it, this is my own personal definition. Blessing is part prophecy, part prayer, part impartation. So obviously, if the Lord is doing the blessing, he's not praying to himself. But if you and I are doing the blessing, it's part prophesying the Lord's will. It's part praying to the Lord for his will to be done and part spiritual impartation, where we uh, speak out of our inner man and impart the spiritual things of God into the hearers. So today, I'm going to read Paul's apostolic blessing. I'm going to pray after I finish. But as I read these words, I want you to consider them part of prophecy, part of prayer, and part of impartation to you as an individual. I want you to receive these words of Paul into your spirit. Verse 24, Now to him who is able to establish you in accordance with my gospel— The message I proclaim about Jesus Christ, in keeping with the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God, so that all the Gentiles might come to the obedience that comes from faith, and to the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, I thank you that whether male or female, Jew or Gentile, Those who are called according to your purposes are more than qualified by Jesus 
to do the work he has called them to do. Lord, I pray for all the male and female deacons out there, all the male and female apostles, all the pastors and teachers and evangelists and others. Lord, may they all serve you well. May we serve you and may we hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, on that great day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.